This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to this week's Reds Report, part of the TalkSport network of fans and of course, as always, powered by the best of Barnsley. Time to introduce my two co-hosts. Uh, we're not rhyming this week because there's so much to go through, lads, we're straight into it. Uh, a very warm welcome to Ian from the Tigers blog. Evening, Ian. Evening, Carlo. Evening, Steve. Good evening. And they're laid on his bed for those of you watching on YouTube. Eh? There's, there's no there's, there's no need for an OnlyFans because this right, is your film. Why, why does anybody want to watch us? I just don't understand it. Can't understand. We talk crap. We don't even look crap at all today. I am going to shave. Listen, there's going to be a, a version of Love Island for the over 40s. And I'm thinking, well, you're married now, I can't send you, but that would have been ideal. Anyway, enough can of if that. You <laughs> I'll pack, I'll pack now. <laughs> um, let's, let's get straight into it. Um, various opinions, a, a, a loss is a loss, and a 2-0 loss away at Charlton is not the result we wanted. Uh, some people say that the performance might have been a bit better, but then you look at 22 shots and was it two on target or whatever. I mean, it, it tells a story, Ian, that we keep telling week in, week out now, don't we? Especially for the last few weeks or since the turn of the year. Yeah, Adam Oxley said it last week, didn't he? When he said it, it might not be the result, but they need some performances. Um, and I didn't see it myself, but I, I think sort of the, the write-ups say it all, don't they? 20-odd shots, which is good. At somewhere like Charlton, which is not an easy place to go, uh, and they're on a bit of a, an upward trajectory with Dean Holden, but you've got to score first. We know this season, when we concede, we generally don't get anything out of the game. So, you just, we're our own worst enemy, will we not, probably? Yeah, Steve, if, if you didn't look at the score, you look at the, the stats, 23 shots for Barnsley, two on target, eight for Charlton, four on target. Barnsley had 64% of the possession, nearly double the amount of passes. We had a higher pass accuracy, we had less fouls, more yellow cards. And um, besides, obviously, I don't know, service to the strikers and people taking the chances. What, what does that tell us? Because if you just look at the stats, you think that's a decent match, but you can't have all that possession and all those passes and all this, this, this without at least getting a draw then, surely. Yeah, you need some, you need some end product with that, don't you? Uh, I was speaking to a guy at work today 
Um, yes, I have been to work before you had anything to that. Um, and he, he went um, and he said, as a performance, uh, it, it, you know, it, we, we played quite well. We created some chances, like quite a lot of chances. It barred twice. Um, but there's just there's just no result at the end of it, is there? It's no good being a better team, uh, but not getting anything out of it. Uh, it's just, I mean, I, I watched the first half and it watched the second half. Um, and we looked to be playing some decent football. We looked to be in control quite a lot of the time. But then, you know, it, it's what it says in top left-hand corner at screen at end of 90 minutes that matters. And yeah. two nils, two nils no good. Yeah. Uh, lots of talk since the turn of the year as well about the transfer period and then the news came yesterday um, that we signed a wizard for the right wing. Now, it's not Harry Potter, but it's his second cousin removed, Barry Cotter. Um, <laughs> How long did it take you to get that one worked out? To be fair, it, it, Adam told me before I went to football heaven yesterday and I thought <laughs> nobody's heard this, it went offline, so I'll, I'll use it anyway. And if, if you look at this lad, uh, Barry Noel Cotter, he's 24 years old, uh, what I like on Wikipedia, it says that he's six foot and a quarter inch. And I suppose that quarter will make all the difference. Um, you know, career started Limerick, off to Ipswich, uh, loans, off to Shamrock, loan to St. Patrick's, and now signed for Barnsley for a deal that's believed to be in the region of £20,000. Um, I know I've, I've seen social media, Steve, people saying, you know, underwhelming. But realistically, given the financial climate, uh, given the club lost loads of money on the relegation, uh, given the fact that Jordan Williams, who we'll talk about in a bit, is, is still with us. Um, is, is, is he, do you think, somebody that is going to be developed and, and, and a challenge for places? Or do you keep in the back of mind the, the, the rumours that are floating about and he's going to be our new regular starter on the right wing? Well, first and foremost, we've said it for the last two or three shows, um, we want quality bringing in. And if he's quality at £20,000, fantastic. I don't mind if it's 20000 200000 or £2 million. As long as there's quality coming in that's better than what we've got, I'm not bothered about price. Now, this young lad, um, like you say on Twitter, there's many a, many a comment. Some have said he'll not make it. He's not good enough. Some have said that he will. Um you know what, I'll make my mind up when I see him play. Um, we don't play on Twitter, although a lot of people seem to. Um, you know what, let's watch him. Let's see what he can do first before we start slagging lad off. Yeah, um, it, 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 it's a big move for him, this. This is sort of like the second spell for him, Ian, in England, having been at Ipswich. Um, and it, it, it's, it's horrible, isn't it, how a proportion of fans write him off either because we just paid £20,000 for him or because he played in the League of Ireland. But um, it's not unlike Barnsley and their sort of recruitment methods and spreadsheets and databases to every now and then unearth a gem. Could that be Barry Cotter? It could be. There's no reason why not. Like, like Steve says, proof will be in the pudding when we see him, won't we? Whether he's one for the future and he's used sparingly this season. Don't know. With the injuries... He could be chucked right in um, when he. Well, I think Duff said he needs a pre-season, doesn't he? So because their their season finish in November or something. Yeah. So probably won't, won't see him Saturday. But um, 
Why not? You know, yeah. uh, I know it's a, it might be a big leap, but didn't Roy Keane come from Cork? <laughs> you know, and there are yeah. players that can be found in those leagues. Um, the lad clearly is excited about the move. It, it's it's a great motivation for him. Uh, let's see what he can do. Um, I, will he be our number one? We don't know. Everybody keeps thinking he'll just replace Williams or go to Preston, but I don't think that's. I think that's just all a load of baloney that people have jumped all over on the internet. Yeah, somebody posted it, and then suddenly I know I know there's a link between their manager and Williams because he's played under yeah. him before. But we'll go on that in a minute. And what has been confirmed is that Jasper Moon is going out on loan. Um, he's going to Burton, so staying in the league. And Duff uh, said in a press conference today that um, you know he trains really, 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 really well, um, and I think that's great. But you know he's 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 been on the bench. I think he's only been called upon when there has been an injury because in, in, in that position, we've, we've got our... Well, we, we had our preferred back three and then through injury, um, obviously Edwards, and now he's out. So I'm, I'm sure probably Williams or whoever will, will, will play there. Um, no matter what we think of Jasper Moon and his ability to play in this league, for the lad, as a young lad, as, 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 as a product of the academy, it's good for him, isn't it, to go out and... A bit like Adebayeju, isn't it? And let's face it, he's smashing, he's smashing it, isn't he? For Burton, <laughs> 13 goals. Um, is this, do you think, the making of Jasper Moon? Or is this the start of the end for Jasper Moon at Barnsley, Steve? It might be the start of him going to Wigan. <laughs> Where <laughs> things are going down there. Although they've got deducted three points, apparently, I've read today. So that's yeah. a fault as well, no doubt. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Again... It, from what I've seen of him, maybe this is his level. Maybe this level is even too high. I don't. I don't know. Um, we've not. We've not seen a very good Jasper Moon. I don't think. No. Maybe Burton. Maybe he'll find. He'll. He'll find his football in brain. His football in feet. And and he will come back a better player. Mm. But it, it, like Ian said last week, he, he needed. He needed to go out and get some football. Maybe maybe second division would have been a better bet, but I mean, obviously Burton came in, but <clears throat> I think for a lot of Barnsley fans, it's the uh, the opinion that a lot of them have that this level might just be a step too far so early yeah. for him. And and but Burton, obviously, Ian, see difference, and and you know um, you can't deny that what they've done with Adebayo and they've made him into a baller, and it, they, they they might be able to do the same with Jasper Moon. Um, yeah. Maybe. Um, I, I read, see, I thought it might have been, I didn't realise his contract was up in the summer, yeah. uh, which surprised me really. And I think that could be his last game for Barnsley because uh, had he maybe had another 18 months or something, I would have thought, let's see what he can do and we can always bring him back and, and they'll develop our player. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Like Steve said, there's been times where I've thought myself, League Two maybe is his level. Mm. Uh, fair play to him for like Duff says, for knuckling down in training and not sort of resting on his laurels or spitting his dummy out. He's, he's been professional enough, but he's, like we said like we said recently, he's taking a space on the bench and if he's not being played, let him go and get some football somewhere. And if that develops him as a player for another club, fair play. But I, I just think when we get McCarthy and Cundy back and uh, I just can't see him in a red shirt for me. I think that's it from, from a bouncer point of view. It is, and, and I get it, and it's good for the for the lad as a player. But McCarthy is out, uh, Edwards has gone back, Cundy is out. 
Um, is, do we read into this that no matter what, he probably wasn't good enough for, for this team? Maybe not this division, but this team and yeah. therefore... Because it does leave us thin at the back, Steve, doesn't it? Well, I think I commented on Twitter earlier on that Pundy's <laughs> out for two or three weeks and that best news I've had today. Um, but yeah, it does. It, do, it does raise that question now. Um, what is he going to do? Is it going to be a back three of Kitchen, Anderson and Williams? Because he has played in that position before. And then probably Cadden on one side and another on, on, on the right-hand side. I, I would presume we play because Lakash came on, didn't he? Um, against you, would think, I think. you would think so, yeah. And, Am I right in thinking, and he'll, he'll tell me this because he's a font of all knowledge, uh, <laughs> that uh, is it that Char Charlie Wellens played at beginning of the week at Mansfield? Is he Richie so, Wellens' lad? Apparently so. And that is was from a talk I got yeah. told today, which I didn't realise, yeah. but yeah, apparently no. so. But there's the other lad as well they've got from Burnley. I mean, whether he'll, but he'll slot in. Yeah. Um, who was on the bench at Charlton. I don't know whether he'll slot it. I mean, we sort of said on WhatsApp, didn't we, today, and I think I think you called it right, Carlo. I could see Williams being the right where Edwards goes, the right of the three, and then maybe somebody with a bit of pace where Williams would go. So whether that's Laketch or somebody. But then yeah. maybe they'll throw the, the other new lad in who's, who's on loan from Burnley. Yeah. Is he fit? A few options, not many, but we've got a few. <laughs> Is he fit, though? That's the thing. Yeah, well, it, it, I don't know. Is, well, that that another, week, Is, he, Is he another one that we've signed that's two or three weeks no. off? <laughs> no, he was on the bench last week and he's had a week, hasn't he? So you, you yeah. would presume that... Oh, he's, he's oh he'll, be, he'll be raring for it then, mate, definitely. <laughs> um, just just a word on Wellens. Um, Wellens is the academy product at Man United. Quite a few clubs after him. Uh, whilst nobody can confirm it, the rumour is that he played uh, a friendly behind it, uh, behind Curtin's friendly against Mansfield. That we lost 4-1, by the way. Uh, nobody's on about the result. They're on about Wellens played, but we lost 4-1 <laughs> against Mansfield. But anyway... Um, does that show a bit of ambition? Or I've seen also negative people saying, well, if he's a young lad and he can't make it at Man United, why do we want him? But I suppose that is a slightly different level than what we're at. And <laughs> let's 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 just get the facts right. We can't appease all fans. But a youngster that spent majority of his time at Man United surely is would be... Is that showing ambition for you, Ian? Yeah, I look, at if you think now... Signing from... Obviously, Duff's still got links with Burnley, so we're tapping some of them up. We got um, Gomez from City, didn't we? Tedich from City. Yeah. You, you go into United and saying, can we can we develop some of your young lads? You go into Ireland and picking somebody up from Cork. We've gone down to Forest Green, got Cadden. You know, all these players, Norwood. It show, at least it shows that the scouting system or, or that, that side of things is looking far and wide and looking at different options rather than just saying, let's go to Europe and... and uh, yeah. Third division farmers feel uh, farmers division somewhere else. Yeah. I think that's a positive thing that we're looking at a right mixture. Yeah, and I mean Brexit means Brexit, so it's very hard sometimes to bring these players over from from Europe. Um, and uh, might as well might as well mention it. We said it earlier, uh, Steve. Um, it started a social on a social media account, a Preston North End fan base that said um, that they're looking at a League One right wing back. Um, they've put two to go, two and two together. And came up with maybe four and a half or five because Jordan Williams has played under the uh, the the um, Preston North End boss before, and um, 
Is it, is it fair to say that if you look at who we've brought in, and Ian just said we've been to Ireland, we're looking at Man United, we're looking at Burnley, but then if you were to lose Jordan Williams, it's two steps forward and maybe four steps back again? Well, yeah, because we've been looking for a right wing-back for cover all season. So to actually sell then your only right wing-back does seem a little <laughs> bit odd. Um, now, I know Duff's, Duff has, has, has said that nobody's going to be leaving. Hopefully, nobody's leaving this window. Um, so that, that to me, I'm just wondering whether Preston are a little bit preemptive. Maybe it's something that might happen in summer. Um, I, I, I personally, I just can't, I, I just can't see because it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Don't make a lot of sense to me that we need we need cover in that position, not to sell the only player that can play in that position. Yeah, I'm just wondering, Ian, because you know how it works. If they know there's interest, are they now looking maybe for somebody else and then into that domino effect of Williams goals, money comes in, we spend some of that money on, on bringing somebody in. But it, it would unsettle things, wouldn't it? Because Williams yeah. was injured, he came back, he made an instant impact. I mean, yeah. it's fair to say that um, going forward, Jordan Williams is, you know, I know there's questions at times about his defensive duties, but definitely going forward and, and getting service to our strikers, he's, you know, his, his rate is second to none. To lose somebody like a Jordan Williams, um, does that sort of change your views on where we should or could finish this season? Because he is an integral part, isn't he, of this team? Yeah. Yeah, he's a regular first teamer. Um, and it's all well and good, your fringe players who are not getting football. I think Honda Mark, had he not been fit, would have probably gone out on loan. Moon's gone out on loan. And and, and you do trim your squad, but not your, not unless you, somebody comes in with a stupid offer for your first 11. Um, and Duff said it all in the build-up um, to January. Right wing back and striker is where we want to strengthen. So it would be suicide to go and say, oh, we're, we're actually going getting rid of our first team right wing back. And yeah. Edwards has gone back to Stoke injured. So I I think it's probably, I think unless it was a stupid offer, I, I think Williams will be here. Yeah. Um, let's look ahead then, because between now and our next recording, two matches, we've got one at home and, and, and one away. So first of all, Saturday, Accrington at home. Now, it's not that long ago that we played Accrington and in his press conference today, he says, you know, all over the pitch, they're in your face, they make it really, really difficult. Um after a run of the last three matches that we lost and conceded eight goals and scored none, I know that it's probably not the easiest opposition to try and turn that form around again, isn't it? Because the difficulty to break down, Steve. Um, you know what? And I know we say it every week. We don't want to be negative every week if we can just help it. But this this prediction lock is getting <laughs> quite difficult because <laughs> you just don't know. What team is what the team's going to do on the pitch? Um, you know, whether it were a decent performance at Charlton or not, we got nothing out of it. Accrington's going to come on Saturday. Our our morale must still be quite low, I would have thought. Because for me, if I if I'd played well and lost, I won't be really I won't be right happy. I'd be up for it, but I just don't think there's enough players at the minute. And I know we've we've mentioned one or two previously that just don't seem to be up for fight. Because um, I think that's always the problem with loan players, proven by one in particular, that if you pay, you know, you've got a parent club, you go out to play for somebody else, and you're either going to put work in or you're just going to steal a wage, to be quite honest. Um, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see what team he puts out as well. 
Mm. But I think this predictive lark now is getting a little bit, you know, you need a crystal ball or crystal yeah. ball. Take your pick. And of course, one of the casualties of the Charlton defeat was Josh Benson, Ian. Uh, he's out for um, well, quite some time. This is a couple of months, I think, they uh, they, they reckon. Um, you know, we had a plethora, I like that word, of midfielders. But oh. that seems to be shrinking um, as well. Now, now Benson's out. And I, and I know I've said it in the last few weeks, but we'll keep saying it. Is it time for some others, like Steve said, to really step up now and... and, and show what they're capable of because we're now getting to for me january but mainly february halfway to march it's that do or die you either you either consolidate where you are and you're going to compete or you start falling away because other teams are strengthening around us uh there's not that big a gap between us and the teams you know below us um it's either going to peter away and a mid-table um position now mid-table at the start of the season i would have taken but not when yeah. you were fourth at one point, because mm -hmm. that, you know what I mean? So um, is it time for others now to step up and, and, and talking about the mindset that Steve had? Um, who on the pitch? Who are the leaders? Who can we look up to to, to integrate these young lads and, and, and put a performance on and get a result on Saturday evening? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in, you Reds. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Um, it's only really Mads and Con Luke O'Connell, isn't there? Who's gonna <laughs> that you would look at that squad and say they're the guys who are gonna um, help people in that squad? It, it, it is time for the Lukaches, the Josh um, Martins of the world to step up, uh, Norwood to maybe pull his socks up a little bit, uh, if, if truth be known. Um, I think Accrington, I think Accrington is the right fixture. I think, I think we're giving him too much credit. I think they'll come, they'll only have a couple of hundred fans. It's not like that, and that way and it's going to be full and it's going to be a tough game. I think, I, I think it's the perfect game for us. Derby are playing Bolton. So we're going to gain on some of them if we win. I think it's a perfect weekend for us to to, to get a home win and get back on track. I'm, I'm confident we'll we'll win this one. He says. <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean that's 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 Saturday. We know the game will go ahead. We've got on the on the soil on the floor on the soil. <laughs> so, no matter what happens, that will game ahead because we don't want more postponed games because no, obviously no. the weekend after FA Cup, so that one, you know, the Wednesday match will be later on. And. Um, very little recovery time then, Steve, before we travel to Exeter. Tuesday night, is it? Or, you know, next week. Um, I mean, I think when it's long travel, it's bad anyway. But when it's midweek, I always think it's, it, it, it's almost like double the damage, if you know what I mean. I'd rather have that trip on a Saturday than on a Tuesday night. Because by the time the back Wednesday is lost, now you're already into Thursday, ready. Obviously, no, no game at the weekend. Um, looking at two fixtures then. Accrington at home, Exeter away. Um realistically what should we as Barnsley fans expect and what do you think Barnsley can deliver points wise from these two realistically we should be expecting six points 
that's what we should be expecting. Um, is that what we're going to get? I doubt it very much. Um, yeah, like, like Ian says, Accrington on Saturday could just be what we need, which would then set us up for Tuesday. Um, it is, I mean, it's, it's a rate trek down Exeter, isn't it? And I take my cap off to anybody who uh, who's actually going to travel down uh, to watch the match. Um, I'm, I'm assuming they'll go down Monday and stay over. I, I can't, you know, the professional footballers, so I'm, sh I'm sure they're not going to travel down on the day and play a game and then come back in the middle at night. Um, I think the Exeter game will all depend on what happens on Saturday. If we can get something Saturday, uh, I think they will carry on to Exeter. But if we have another debacle on Saturday, I can see both, both games being a shit show, to be quite honest. Yeah, because then you start talking about self-belief as well, because then it becomes an oil tanker to turn around. You, you're on that crest of a wave. He's not playing, is he? I thought he said he were injured. Don't <laughs> tell me things like that. But it's 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 sort of like, um, it, it's their mindset as well, because you can't help but feel that every time they get on the pitch, they're going to concede at least two goals and not score any. And I, I worry about, I know we talked about Mads and Connell, I, I just don't see anybody picking them up. But who knows? Listen, they've had a week off. It, it could well be. Um, we're halfway in January. There's about a week and a half. Well, just over, just under two weeks left, sorry, of the of the window. Um, we've got three in. We're still waiting, aren't we, on that elusive striker? Um, what else needed? Now we've we've added a right wing back um, into the squad. Where should the focus be? I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to ask you anyway, Steve. Where should the focus be now, sir? Well, <laughs> I'm going to throw a rate spanner in works now and get slagged off up hill and down Dale, but... I know what you're going to say, aren't you? I know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, drum roll. All right, then. Go on, tell us. I think it's about time we had some form of goalkeeping change. Yeah, I knew you'd say that. You, you mentioned this on the, I just to make clear, you mentioned this on the WhatsApp to say, actually, some of these goals, and especially... Yeah, on this that report. first goal for Charlton, yeah. I ain't being funny. That were that kids could my mother, my grandmother could have saved that. Do you know what I mean? Near post goalkeeper shouldn't be laying it in near post. And I think the problem we've got is Collins is far too comfortable in his position. Walton, who I thought were going to be really good this season, has just not just not come through at all. And 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 when he's when he has played, uh, I mean, crazy mistake his last game. Um, and that, the other lad, um, we just really haven't seen anything of him, so we don't we don't know out about him. But I just think we we constantly week in week out talk about centre halves, wing backs. We need a striker. We need a midfielder that's going to be creative. Yeah, we need all that. But I'm looking at it now just from a different point of view, and I'm thinking I've I've no confidence in goalkeeper, and that must affect back three as well. Valid point. So you both, yeah, you were both yeah. right. Congratulations. <laughs> no, but it, it is a valid point, isn't it? In that that is, you know, Collins will. It feels like you know he gets to, and I know he made that. You know that you could say public could take the blame for that one. Listen, we've not been helped in four out of the last five matches that we've conceded a penalty. Whether that was a disputed one or not, that's easy for the opposition to score as well. We've not been outplayed as such all the time. Um, yeah. For the point, because I mean, yeah. Jamie Searle was brought in, and you know, I, I thought that meant one of them was going. I honestly thought it might be Walton and Searle fighting, Collins might go, but 
you know, we've got we've got three goalkeepers. Sill doesn't really get a look in. Collins very much seems to be number one. At last, when it's a cup game, and then it's it, it's Walton. But and I always wonder why they do that for a cup game. Is that to keep Jack Walton happy? Because I, is it wrong to say to Collins, I think you need to have a week out. Let Jack show us that yeah, you, yeah. this is your spot. It's difficult with goalkeepers, isn't it? It really is. And, and Steve has a very valid point. Absolutely agree. I agree that there is there should be some criticism levelled at the goalkeepers, uh, Walton and Collins. Um, I just don't think it's the biggest problem we've got at the minute for me. Uh, I, I, while it is an issue, or it is becoming an issue, um, do you make it worse by dropping Collins and then, per se, putting Searle in? And suddenly they've all got to get used to each other and you, you ruin his Colin's confidence and stuff. So I just don't think it's the biggest issue at the minute. But yes, he's always got one in on him. And he, Colin's a bit of, he can always drop a clanger in a game. Yeah. Well, we have got back up for Collins. It's not like we need to look for yet another goalkeeper. Where, where a... should where should the search be thoroughly focused now, though? Is it that is it that striker again to put a bit of pressure, maybe on Call and on Norwood up front as well to say, you know, I think Marsh is still out injured, but obviously he's still he's still around, isn't he? Because he came back, didn't he? Um, from... Is it time for Jello though? Now, do you think? Well, Boris, do you think he's been called Jello? up. He's been called up, hasn't he, with the Portugal under-18s? And in fairness, you know, all Portugal is a, is a footballing nation. If you take Ronaldo away, you know, that's yeah. huge, isn't it? For an academy in a town, here we go, like Barnsley, to have a product being called up. Um, yeah. I, I just, I always wonder, like, is there ever a good time? I know I said before a couple of shows back, you know, when you're losing 2-0, should you really be putting him on? But then, if he's going to be a footballer, he should just be playing football, yeah. I suppose, shouldn't he? And playing if with he's man. Good enough, he's old enough. If he's good yeah, enough, he's yeah. old yeah. enough. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. But same old story. And I know we are on about it, are on about it. Your strikers aren't going to score if they don't get any decent service. Yeah. 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 And for so, me now, yeah, you know, what, whatever you think, whatever position you want to strengthen, I'd really like to see Barnsley push Bota and get a midfielder in who's got a bit more about him than all all our three or four put together. I really well, would, listen, even if it Max, means spending a lot of money. Well, Max Watts has come in. He's probably the striker that they might see him as, you know, the 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 the, the striker that we needed or that reinforcement that we needed. Ball playing midfielder to actually unlock what our yeah. strikers can do. It's, it has to be number one. I mean, I know, but you're mm-hmm. looking for. That Redfern, that Hignett, that Howard Hurahane type, you know, the, well, the legends on there. And and Barnsley for a long time, it was always like our number eight, so our central midfielders that became captains that led by example on and off the pitch. And um, it's time for another one of those. But where do we find them, Ian? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> if I knew that, I'd be in the scout. I'd, I'd be a scout. <laughs> um, it is. It is. You can have as many strikers. We've said this before. You can have as many strikers as you want, but if you don't give them any service, there's no point, is there? I'd like to see Cole and Jallo put together, big man, small man type um, little combination. I'd like to see. Uh, I hope Phillips can now he's come back into the squad can be that guy who who opens defenses up. But you're putting a lot of pressure on him because uh, he's only he's the only one who's capable. It needs to start seeing more from Lukech. People like this. Um, but yeah, I think long term we need. An, a, I don't know if you're going to get one in January, but long term summer we should be looking at that type of um, midfielder who can open up defenses for for the summer window, definitely. Yeah, 
Um, and I'm sure behind the scenes, you know, work will be ongoing. Um, and I'm sure by the time we record next week, they might have entered the building. They probably won't have done, but they might have entered. Because there's, uh, because there's, there's, there's no cash, is there? Let's face it. You look at what we've done in August. You look at what we've done in January. We couldn't afford, I think we just about afforded, they were interested in Brandon Asante, whatever, who went from Salford to West Brom. That was 300 grand. They never went for Alfie May, who was valued at 500 grand. They've paid 20 grand. There's no money in the coffers, is there? Let's face it. That's why it's no. all been loans and free. So we can't expect them to break the bank. Is probably about 80 grand, grand isn't it? Well, yeah, and, and I think, to, to put it in terms, I think some fans... Uh, they're, they're looking at magazines featuring Maseratis and Porsches and, and we buy a second-hand Kia and that's nothing against, but that's our budget, isn't it? That's a, yeah. hopefully, a, you know, a good buy for the money we had available. We've got to manage our expectations in that respect, haven't we? We, we haven't got the money to even go and spend half a million. No, no. So... Not when relegation cost us what, what, what it did. Um, right, it's finished then. Uh, Ian, you go first. Two matches. I want you to tell us how many points we'll gain in those two matches and which Barnsley player uh, will score the most goals in those two matches. Jeez, you dropped that one on me. Uh, four points out of six. Beat Aki 2-0. 1-1 uh, draw at Exeter. And the one who scored the most goals. Ooh, crikey. Um... <laughs> um... Barry Cotter. Good <laughs> <laughs> Waters, let's go for Waters. He'll come on and he'll play to the max. Do you like that? And, and, and I suppose, Steve, you know, these, these new these new players that have come on, they don't feel the pressure of having lost the last three and not scored. So maybe it is new blood that's needed. And I would start him personally. I would start him. But go on. Um, let me guess. Uh, does Matt Anderson feature in your forecast? <laughs> he might do. <laughs> um, you know what? It, Saturday is such an important game, I think, for me. Um, if we can get a good, good performance or a crap performance, but we get three points out of it, that's where hopefully motivation can start again. So I'm going to go for a really scrappy, horrible damp, wet, cold 1-0 win which will be a scrappy tapping at back post by Devante Cole uh, but I think that will be the, the boost that we put your arms down, that will be the boost that we need for Exeter and I think we could go down to Exeter and I think we can win down there probably a couple have got 2-0 um, and yeah, I'd like to see it's about time Anderson scored, I'm sick of sticking up for lad Um. I'll I'll surprise you all then. Um, four nil Saturday. Oh, I thought you meant for the both <laughs> both games. No, four nil. <laughs> we'll, we'll get an, we'll get we'll get an early goal, and I think um, he's had long enough now. This is more my heart talking than my head, but why not? <laughs> Rule by my heart. I've never done me any arm. Anyway, well anyway, uh, four nil <laughs> Saturday. Call two goals, and uh, two nil away Exeter, and I think this could be that turnaround that we needed. But two clean sheets, six points. And that's what I'm going for. When are you, when are you back on your medication, man? <laughs> uh, it, uh, half eight, I take my next lot. <laughs> <laughs> talking, um, of, talking of money, though, they've, uh, they're on about buying another team, aren't they? Our uh, our investment group team it, in it, Poland now. It, 
yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? That as as a group, as owners, they... is that eight? Will that be eight to seven clubs? Yeah, something uh, like that, yeah. isn't it? What what I will, if if I remember, what I will do next week, we'll we'll pick that up. I will have a look at where all these teams are because at one point, if you remember, they had all these. Teams. Wait, we're on Twitter today. It were on oh. Twitter today. Somebody put it on. Denmark, Belgium. No, 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 no. I mean, where these teams currently are in the league. It's all right buying all these clubs. But I if, think if, three if, got... Re was it three or four got relegated? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're all yeah. low, right low no, down. Nancy yeah. got relegated. They've got a team yeah. in Holland now as well. That's what we could do, Steve, next year. A, a trip to support, um, you know, Conway and Chen Li, and we'll go and watch Dan Bosch at home. Hardcore. Well, they've got... Apparently, they've got <laughs> shares in that. They've, they've bought some shares in Kaiserslautern. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I've, I've actually heard of them. So, you know. I'm surprised they've not done like a pre-season friendly, you know, amongst their own clubs like Barnes. They go to, like well, say, go to Holland or Germany do pre-season Maybe they're going to set up their own Super League. And it could <laughs> be them teams. But if, if you remember, a couple of seasons ago, wasn't it Moon Wolf that went to Asbjerg? Mm, and, and, yeah. and they played there to actually together. And that worked as in they played in a league against you know in a, in a professional league rather than playing against under 23s it was like man's professional football and i'm sure that will have done them the world of good um but it, it's just weird that they've got money to buy yet another club but they don't seem to be and i know they can't just splash millions but i just it just few, it goes quiet a few hundred yeah. thousand pounds would be too hard to it needs, no, it? no yeah. exactly and and it just it worries me that we it, it's like this, isn't it? We want fund engagement, then it goes quiet again. Then we do really well, and you don't hear them. Now it's gone quiet well, again. Well, and that's it. A, a Bolton's just sold one of their strikers, which has been a bit of a surprise. Affalan, they've sold him for five hundred grand. He's gone to Germany. He's gone to some some second division side in Germany. Five hundred grand. He's been scoring in this division, but we can't we can't afford it. But it's taken us five years to get bloody letters painted outside, so don't expect <laughs> Dolph Barkley coming in. <laughs> That's it. Fair point, well made. <laughs> they won't be. Uh, they won't be painted again. So, um, we'll meet up again next week. Let's see how we uh, how we fared against um, Accrington and that long away trip midweek against Exeter. Ian, as always, thank you very very much for your time. Uh, please follow Ian on uh, on Twitter, Tyke's blog. Um, have you got anything, uh, any opposition ones done that are coming out in the next couple of days? Uh, no, we couldn't find an Aki fan to come on. I don't think there's that many of them. So, uh, <laughs> but I'll try, try and get an Exeter fan. Also, uh, there'll be there's a few coming up for your games. So, yes, yeah, so we'll do uh, we'll do that again. Thank you. And of course, Steve. Stevie, is it Stevie nineteen sixty five on Twitter? Uh, very oh, well, Tell everybody so everybody can have a bloody dig then, can't they? <laughs> yeah. <it's easier. laughs> Please make sure, please make sure you follow him. You've been listening to the Reds Report, powered by the best of Barnsley and part of the network. What is it? The TalkSport Network. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.